0: in a small, stuffy office just off the Strand, typing up interview notes for an executive recruitment agency. Though the answers given by the candidates had sometimes been creative, Emily's work had not. In fact, it had been stultifying. Emily had never quite found a job that suited her, a boyfriend who was clever enough for her, or a home that was close enough to the centre of London to make the commute to work tolerable. But because she was young, that was OK. She was still at the age where she was moving toward possibilities rather than away from them. That Thursday evening, Emily had been planning to go home, have a nice hot bath and a cup of tea, eat something cheap and wholesome like a baked potato, then lie on the sofa watching undemanding programmes on TV. She'd had a miserable day. But then came Dr Muriel's whispered phone call. "'Can you meet me tonight, Emily? I need your help to investigate a suspicious death.' So Emily had come to the Society's headquarters straight from work, walking past St. James's Park and partway along the Mall toward Buckingham Palace, before turning off to reach the quiet street where the white-fronted Regency building was located.' She reflected that if she came to work here every day, she could walk through St. James's Park in the morning, across the little bridge over the lake and past the pelicans, past the tourists photographing themselves feeding the squirrels, into Horse Guards Parade, and past the sentries on horseback. There would always be some joy in a walk that took that route to work, but the people sitting in front of her now didn't look joyful. They were solemn and anxious. "'Gerald Ayuadi,' said Dr. Muriel, introducing her companions, "'and perspicacious Peg. "'Just Peg is fine,' said Peg amiably. "'Emily recognised her as a self-professed psychic who had a column in a Sunday newspaper. "'She had been a regular guest on breakfast TV about ten or fifteen years ago.' Now her weekly horror scopes in the Sunday Sentinel, which dwelt on all the bad things that might happen to the reader in the ensuing seven days, were hugely popular among young media folk for their camply dire predictions. If Peg's readers got to the end of the week without any of the bad things happening, it was a cause for celebration, i.e. an excuse to get drunk on a Friday night. Emily wasn't a hipster. "'At the end of the week she looked forward to treating herself with tea and television "'rather than a skinful of drink, but even she had read the horoscopes. "'I'm Emily,' said Emily, sitting down. "'You're the psychic investigator?' asked Gerald. "'No.' "'But you have a dog.' "'What on earth had Dr. Muriel told them? "'I'm afraid my dog's dead. "'Ah!' Peg seemed reassured. So that's it. Who's died? Emily asked. Gerald wrinkled his nose and looked offended, as if Emily was suggesting there was a horrible odour in the room. No one. Yet, said Dr. Muriel. I think we should give you some background. Gerald's chairing a conference that's taking place in Torquay this weekend. Belief and beyond, said Gerald. You might have heard about it. Emily hadn't. "'Philosophers, psychologists, anthropologists, ethicists and theologians gather to debate the nature of belief,' said Dr Muriel. "'I go every year. It's great fun.' "'Muriel's acted as my advisor in programming the academics,' Gerald said, "'and this year, as we'll be joined for the first time by mediums, hypnotists and psychics, Peg has acted as my advisor in programming them.' At this conference, we will try to find common ground. We'll talk about why we believe what we believe, not whether it's right or wrong. Gerald glanced toward Peg. We'll try not to say, I have the answers and you do not. Unless there's a book to sell, said Dr. Muriel cheerfully. Then the gloves are off. The exploration of science and the exploration of culture. Said Gerald, that's what it's all about. That's what this society's all about. And this year's conference will be bigger and better than ever. Peg folded her arms and sat back in her chair. Culture's what it's called nowadays when people believe what scientists don't understand. We used to be the Royal Society of Science and Spiritualism, Gerald told...